0: Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Back on Trek with me, Chris Jones. So, what's this podcast all about? Where's it come from? Why suddenly now? So, a little bit about myself. I started out as a Star Trek fan back in the 1990s. In fact, it was exactly 1990. When The Next Generation first came around, I was age 10. Now, back then, I, was, I would categorise myself as your stereotypical superfan. If there was something to collect, if there was something to watch, if there was something to read, I had to own it. If there was a piece of tech that needed to be understood, I needed to understand it. And Star Trek became very much my life from a very early age. And it was something that was a massive part of who I was, um, everything that I did, for around about 10 years following on. Now, over those 10 years, I was... Lucky enough, having saved up pocket money, um, doing leaflet drops for people, any way I could earn a little bit of money, legally of course, um, I would put to one side to spend on various different Star Trek-related items, from books to models, uh, videos, you name it. Um, And I was also lucky enough to go along to one convention, and that would have been around, I think, 1995. It was a great experience, I remember at the time, um, feeling that unique sense of belonging and community, uh, because I didn't really, other than a couple of friends at school, didn't really have a lot of people around me that shared the same level of passion for Star Trek that I did back then. So you might be thinking now, well, there's, there's millions of people out there just like that. Well, the thing is, for me, when I got into my late teens and early 20s, more so my late teens... Um, my interests moved on to different things. Um, for those of you that don't know me, I actually run um, a martial arts based podcast that's been running now for two years. Um, and that became my main focus in life. You know, I, I put everything into a martial arts training and then into teaching, um, eventually going into to film work as well, and then running a full time school at the moment with over 200 students. So, start, you know, sort of Star Trek took a back seat. And obviously, around that sort of time as well, things were starting to, well, I don't want to say die off, but going very quiet with relation to TV series and then the gaps between the films, and Star Trek just fell out of my life. I went from being that um, super fan to somebody that would occasionally watch it if it was on TV, and it stayed that way for probably 20 years. Now, I've just turned 40, in fact... I think it was the day before or the day after my 40th birthday, um, Star Trek Picard actually premiered. And i had been watching Discovery. In fact, I've watched every episode of Discovery. But I hadn't really... I don't know how to phrase this. I'd not really um, fallen into that in the same way that I had with um, The Next Generation, with Deep Space Nine, and with Voyager, and with the movies at the time as well. It just seemed different, and I don't know really how to pinpoint that I didn't dislike it I don't dislike it as a television show I do enjoy it but it wasn't hitting that Star Trek nerve I th- I to me it just I just felt like I'd moved on that far in my life now that you know I really wasn't getting that Star Trek vibe because it just wasn't part of who I am anymore that was until Star Trek Picard came along and something changed now I don't know whether it was because it was revolving around one of the figureheads in my life at the time the character of Jean-Luc Picard I don't know whether it was because I was expecting some of that next generation vibe to come through um, to remind me of those younger years now with the earlier episodes I remember the immense immense excitement in fact I actually watched the first episode I think six times pretty much back to back and I, I think it was at that point where this whole journey began again. Now, it wasn't until uh, the episode... In fact, I will just quickly say here, spoilers. If you've not watched <laughs> Star Trek Picard, <laughs> listen away now. Um, but it wasn't until the episode where... Well, okay, let's say that we 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 lose one of the characters, just for the benefit of the people out there that, that don't want the spoilers. Um, and it suddenly dawned on me that... You know, I was in some way still attached to that character. And I was actually a little bit annoyed the way that it had been dealt with. But anyway, I moved on from that. Didn't give it any, any more thought too much. Until we got the episode where we saw Picard, Troy, and Riker reunited. And my goodness, that was like, talk about engage. <laughs> you know, when Riker shouted for shields up... It was almost like twenty years came flooding back in one one line. Um, that something in my head was sparked at that point. I found myself um, getting into conversations with people again about, you know, uh, Star Trek tech. Um, I found myself looking up information on the internet. I found myself wanting to go back and watch previous episodes. I found myself trying to explain how things interconnected between the different storylines and different story arcs to family members. Unwittingly, without realising, I'd fallen back into this whole universe of Star Trek. Now, the reason for explaining that, for setting that out, is this is the whole premise of this podcast and our name, Back on Trek. What I'm wanting to do is to chronicle and for you guys to follow me on my journey of getting back into Star Trek after 20 years out now. Bearing in mind, 20 years ago, I was that super fan. I was that kid that knew everything there was to know. You know, we all think we are the ultimate Star Trek fan. Secretly, we we all tend to think that. And I really thought I lived that, you know. I was recording every single episode on VHS. You know, there were times where I wouldn't have a VHS tape to record the show. So I'd get on my bike and I would ride an hour into the next town to buy the VHS tape to then ride back an hour in order to be able to record that episode that evening. Bis- despite the fact I'd already seen that episode several times, I needed to own every single one on VHS. I created the, la- the labels in Microsoft Publisher. You, you get the idea. I was-, I was that super fan. And I want to share with you guys that journey into rekindling that love for Star Trek. Um, do I still enjoy it in the same way? Do I still love it in the same way? Will I still see it in the same way? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to be talking to guests, I'm going to be talking to you guys, I'm going to be talking to guests from the show. I've been contacting various people to get this arranged and I want to see how far this can go. Now, I'm also going to be sharing this with one of my friends, uh, JP, who's going to be coming on most episodes, if not every episode, to talk with me about an episode of Trek that I'm going to be revisiting. Now... Whereas I do own a lot of the episodes on DVD, the majority of them have sat on my desk, not watched for years. Um, I, I just had this urge when they were released to buy them. I'm a little bit of a hoarder. I, I still have quite a lot of um, my old Star Trek memorabilia from a child, although I did lose a lot, an awful lot through various house moves, which we'll, we'll probably touch on in, a, in another episode. But there, there, there's always been that sort of Minor sentimental connection That I've never been able to sever And that's all of a sudden pulled me back In that one episode of Picard So JP is going to be joining me each week Hopefully to discuss An episode of his choice But actually, I'm thinking about it Rather than me telling you all about this now Why don't we get JP on the phone Have a chat and I'll come back to you after that Okay, guys. So, joining me on the phone for the very first time ever, we have JP. How are we doing? Howdy. How are you? I'm great. And what we actually just worked out as well is that this. Well, not that it took much working out, but this is this is the first time I've actually spoken properly on on the on like a phone conversation.
1: It is. Yeah. Oddly, we've been talking I know.
0: about a year, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. So the the power of social media and WhatsApp and and. Instant messaging and all this, but um I'm trying to think now. At what point we twigged that we were both into Star Trek? I know, I know what it was. Go on.
1: You see, I, I am, I am hugely into Star Trek, but I am also ten years old still, and I am surrounded <laughs> by toys. That's right. The figures on the walls. I've got the Eagle Moss diecast metal things. I've got the huge, you know, professionally built models on the ceiling. And you posted a picture of. A tricorder, a medical tricorder from Playmates. Ah, yes. And, and I never had that one. I had the other one, and and I had the little phaser as well. Yep. And and I just loved them. I yep. used so much escapism having those play, role playing toys, you know.
0: Yep. I used to have them in my bedroom, all sort of set out, um, mm-hmm. all displayed. Um, yeah. Back then, because I, you know, I was a kid, I didn't really realise. I've actually still got s- some of the boxes. But yeah. what I actually did is I turned the boxes into display cabinets. Boss, I love yeah. it. Yeah. And um, not thinking that, you know, these might be worth a bit when I'm older. Uh, <laughs> I just uh, yeah. took, took the packaging apart and used um, some of the different paints that I had from my model kits and like, made yeah. little displays to stand them up around my room. Yeah. And, uh, yep. And, uh, and, but some of the later ones that I got, I did actually keep, and I still do have the boxes for them. Um, all right not that you know you know a lot of us fans do this we we go on ebay don't we we look at the price of them and go oh wow they're worth this much not that yeah. we sell them we wouldn't sell them anyway
1: well you know i I, I still, you know what it is, I, I use the eBay thing for, for, for toys, Star Trek toys, specifically Star Trek toys, nothing else, yeah. models, and, and the old toys that we had, and the new toys that are out as well, which we've never added so good, to be honest, Yeah. and I look at them, and they are kind of a coping strategy for me to just switch off, and, you know, sometimes you'll be, I don't know, at work, or, or uh, you know, at the in-laws' houses, or, or whatever, and you're scrolling through your phone, some people like to look at, you know, Instagram and Facebook, I get more release out of just just going through eBay looking for those things that I wished I had when I was ten or twelve, and those things that I've got already and how they're trending, you know. Absolutely, sometimes it's a nice little treat, you know.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And now one of the things that we've been been discussing on and off, um, when I suddenly just out of the blue decided I was going to do a Star Trek podcast, Um, and oh, and just to set this up as well. for those out there that don't know i actually run a martial arts based podcast it's been going for about two and a half years and jp's actually uh, submitted some awesome clips for that in the past as well which is one of the reasons why i reached out to him to ask if he would perhaps lend a hand with this but i thought it'd be good if we could as well as talking all things star trek in general um go back and revisit some of the episodes because obviously you've kept up with this this last 20 years whilst at all um, and i know there are going to be certain episodes that i haven't watched in that 20 year gap um that i perhaps don't remember quite the same you know maybe i'll have watched it as a 12 13 year old um and then now 40 year old with three kids and this, an elder stepdaughter i'm going to come at this from a completely different perspective and obviously the world's moved on as well so i thought it'd be really interesting to revisit some of those episodes you know maybe if you were to suggest some for me to watch and then I can go yeah. and watch them, and then we can have a little bit of a discussion about it.
1: For sure. Yeah. You know what, as well, is we have a huge gamut of things to discuss. You can discuss the character relations, you can discuss the plot, you can discuss the acting, yeah. you can yep. discuss tech. So there's a whole plethora of things that we can, you know, dabble into. And we're spoiled for choice with like 180 episodes over something like three or four seasons. And now we've all got, also got disco and we've also got Picard. Yeah. Never, never been, you know, uh, a more better time to do something like this, really.
0: Absolutely, and as I, I did actually briefly mention this in the intro um, for this first episode. Uh, that it was, it was, it was Picard, the series that made me realize that I was falling back into this all again because I'd watched Discovery and I enjoyed it for a TV show. But there was something about it that wasn't quite clicking in Star Trek. It wasn't. It wasn't flicking that Star Trek switch in my head, and I don't know why. I just. I just assumed it was that I just moved on. I was at a different place in life, and and Star Trek was was. It still. It was something I still liked. It wasn't what it used to be for me. Um, but then, it was what actually I triggered it initially was. Um, uh, spoilers, by the way, if anybody's not watched it yet. I, actually, I won't spoil it. Let's just no. say let's just say let's just say that was there was and this isn't this is this is a general television thing so it's not really a spoiler but uh, a character was killed shall we say and it flicked a switch in my head and first of all i was annoyed that it it wasn't the actor that played that character and then i was annoyed that they'd killed that character off and i was just like well this isn't logical. The logical side of my brain was saying, yes, but for production reasons and for this and for that, then it totally makes sense. But then the emotional side of my head that was connecting to Star Trek as a child was kind of going, that's not right. They shouldn't have done that. And it was the weirdest feeling. Um, yeah. And then obviously with the, um, and I, and I don't think this is really a spoiler or, or a secret because it's been in the trailers for so long. Then when we had certain um, crew members, shall we say reunited in that one particular episode, that was it. Then that was that switch thrown. I was I was explaining to people the the, the little little things that were dropped in the series, and the, the, uh, this they're doing this for this reason and that for that reason. This is because this happened on Star Date, This that and the other. And I'm going. Hang on. Mm-hmm. What's going on? What's going on here? What's going on? Um, yeah, totally, yeah.
1: totally. I totally agree with you there. Absolutely. I'm watching Disco and I'm thinking. Oh, I I like this, and firstly, Jason, Jason Isaacs is from my neck of the woods. In fact, we lived in the same village. Oh wow! Uh, I've met him more than once. Cool. Um, so uh, we went. I went to a film premiere at Leicester Square about ten years ago. Where a short movie that I'd written received an award from Daniel Craig, and he presented us with the award. Wow! Um, and he was lovely and a real funny character, and I liked him from then. So when they told. Um, they told the Star Trek fan base that, you know, uh Jason Isaacs was going to be Gabriel Lorca, the captain on Discovery. I was like, yes. And then they also added Michelle Yeoh. And I love Hong Kong, you know, Kung Fu movies of yesteryear. Yeah. And and that was all a really great sort of kickoff for me. And then the, the, the show started and I was, I was just trying to, you know, find the bits that I like. I mean, yeah. Uh I got through it and and season two picked me up and then I found myself looking forward to watching it and, and then I have to think probably the thing that saved me from not watching it was uh uh Anson Mount and his portrayal of Captain Pike. Yeah. I just I thought he is brilliant, yeah. absolutely brilliant, and I would stay watching it for him because Jason Isaacs are, are sort of disappeared and he was the reason why I was watching it. I, for me, I've always thought it needs to have a leading role. It, yeah. There needs to be a really definitive, strong actor at the helm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Catherine Mulgrew was fantastic as as Janeway. I loved her. But I don't think she got the plots and the stories that, you know, Sisko, uh, Avery Brooks or Patrick yeah. Stewart as Picard got. And I felt like that was a bit of a setback for for Voyager, and it was always going to be in DS9 Shadow for me, mm. and it wasn't quite TNG. But then, in relation to what you just said about Picard kicking off, I sat and I watched it, and I was yeah. And I've avoided the trailers, and I've unfollowed people, and I've unfollowed you know groups on on YouTube because they're hammering it, especially because the US get it a day before. Yeah. You now I set I set my phases to stun for Friday morning. <laughs> where nobody's in the house where i can crank up the volume i can yep. shut the curtains and i get enveloped into it and for 45 minutes that is that's what i want it's a kick i get on a weekly basis so i watched the first episode and i was like oh and then suddenly it was over yeah I went really quick i was like oh, i've got to wait a week and you couldn't binge binge watch it like you could do with a lot of shows And i think that's better mm, because
0: definitely. people need this
1: people need this little Week of escapism to look forward to, and I think a weekly release is so much better than. Well, there's the season, like we're watching Sabrina, the teenage witch, in the family. You know the the, the uh, Netflix serial. Yeah, now it's been binge watched so much I can't watch it anymore. I'm like, uh, okay, so watching Picard and seeing the stories correlate, and and then and then the previous cast members make an appearance. They had it. They had it all. The formula from day one with having Data. Mm. And and then, you know, the other people that they introduced. And I sat there and I was thinking, now, this is what I missed. Yeah. This is what I missed. The interactions between those three characters in the, the later episode, uh, see, uh, episode seven or eight. Uh, yep. And that was what I missed, you know. And I, I think I'm surrounded by all these toys because I love the tech. I do love the tech. But what yeah. I love more is the interactions between the characters.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I I, I think when I was younger... Um, it was definitely the tech side of it that that had me hooked. Um, but then I remember I did go, you know, later down the line, I did go through a, a period of wanting to know all the backstories for all the characters, and and not not just knowing it, deeply understanding. So, you know, uh, I needed to know parents' names. I needed to know. Anyway, I it, know it became like a almost like an obsession. And I would sit. I remember I would sit and write them all down because some of it was spread across different books and different this. And I'd, I'd, I'd make little journals and, and, you know, draw arrows. And, you know, it was quite intense at one period. But I do agree with what you're saying again as well about the the every week thing, because I, I even now I remember as a as a child, it being on um, BBC two. Uh, it was on a Wednesday evening and it must have been around six o'clock.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I remember it from 1990. Um, when, yeah. I, when I used to watch it, and, yeah. and I always remember no. we we got them slightly out of sync with with everybody else because I I you know later on I'd get books and things and I'd be going hang on no that didn't go in that order because I'd written down the order as they were aired on TV and we were getting them in a different order and then or there'd be some missing or they'd be like taking parts of series one and putting it into series two and like, oh, oh. it was really vexing me and it wasn't on Sky One. Um, a little bit later, that's when I started recording them all. Ah, um, uh,
1: yeah. When when Sky got a hold of them, it started to seriously up its game. Yeah, it was a Monday, Monday night slot. Yeah, and it was eight o'clock. It was prime time rather than six o'clock on Wednesday for those who might just be home and might be interested. Sky has gotten onto that, and they've gone. This is this is big. People are watching this. Yeah, that's what we need to do. And I didn't have Sky at the time, and okay. then Deep Space Nine came along, and my lovely great auntie Ruth was a sky Nook case. she loved reality tv right so she had sky and nobody in the family had it so i go around with it with my um my my e240 four hour long vhs tape yeah i'm say, looking at
0: one right now
1: <laughs> Can can you can you record them for me every sunday night and yep. she rolled her eyes at me and went, what is it and yeah. i went well it's, it's it's star trek and she went can you not just come around and watch it and i was like <laughs> well yeah but i want to watch it again and yeah. again and she's like mm-hmm. right well you come around with your tape and you can record it how about that and i was like you're a star thank you yeah. so you know i was lucky to have her there for that and, and and ds9 it was at the time i remember people talking about it at church and stuff and they were like oh ds9 is so good and i'm sitting there going why haven't i seen this yet stop talking about it and they were like oh and and these lads were like 16 17 and i was about 11 and they were like and aren't the explosions just amazing when the ships explode shut up stop stop telling me and they're like amazing and the new uniforms and the transporter effect is so cool and i'd be like "Ah." so i have to find a way and i found out auntie Ruth had that and she helped me and then I started watching it, and uh, to be honest, I loved the introduction. I love the tech, but this the, and the first episode, it was it was so hard to get your head around a ten mm-hmm. because DS Nine yeah. was, was existing in a world which was in someone's mind, you know, it, which appeared as though it was a hallucination for a lot of the, you know, the the the, the first episodes until you got to really understand what the the meaning of yeah you know, Cisco's par. And and the, the wormhole aliens uh, were, um, you know, with the type of story that they were type trying to tell. You know, my brother and I used to sit and watch TNG for hours and hours and, and started wishing that I had the toys. And I was 12 and, mm. you know, you'd see these ships that you knew from the movies turn up in Next Generation, but with a different name. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, my God, Excelsior, Excelsior, there's Excelsior on the TV. Yeah. And my yeah. little brother was six and I was 12 <laughs> and he's like... <laughs> is that excelsior like that's excelsior from star trek 3 like but doesn't it work because it broke my little brother would say yeah yeah no but this is it's the same one it's the same one but with a different name He was like so it's not excelsior i'm like but it is excelsior but it's with a different name and it was only six and and we had these really heated debates and then i had to explain to him that they're calling it repulse they're calling it crazy horse but it's the same model yeah. Uh, and my brother and I were like great and we used to just we used to get egg cartons and toilet rolls and paint them. And we yep. used to sell, tape the toilet rolls onto the egg rolls and we used to put <laughs> NCC three 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 or seven oh four yep. or whatever with, with marker pen and those egg cartons and those toilet rolls were our ships and we'd paint them white and then one Christmas nineteen ninety two my mum yeah. turned up with this AMT Airtel three oh three yeah. box model oh man i had no idea what it took to make them look so good anyway i cracked it open she'd bought me little paints i just painted it like mad yep. in, like ruby red like with white spots for winter it was a disaster <laughs> but I, I was in love with it absolutely in love with it my brother you know he didn't he didn't have one he felt a bit left out so we got the stickle bricks out and he he built his built his enterprise <laughs> with stickle bricks you know oh mate well it was green and yellow <laughs>
0: Love it. Absolutely love it. Well, I think it's fair to say everybody listening in now is going to get, you know, I think they can probably tell we, we so much we can dive into with this each week. Um, I I have a feeling that it's going to be one of those where we're going to set it on one path. And by the end of the chat, we'll have ended up in a completely different place, but that's all cool. That's, that's, that's what it's all about. It's all good fun. So
1: what would also be great, it would be really great because I'm, I'm one of those lucky ones. that has got quite a forgiving partner and, uh, I'm allowed to have my room and I'm allowed to have my things so long as they stay in the room
0: there you go guys so this is, this is it this is, this is what we're going to be doing we're going to be chatting episodes general stuff I mean obviously we can cover the new episodes as they're coming on as well so there's, there's lots we're going to be able to chat um, it's been great to get, have you on and I'm looking forward to doing this and see where it takes us So a big thanks to JP for his time today. Um, I think that kind of gives you an idea of uh, of how we're going to work together. Um, obviously, today was, a, well, it was just a bit of a general chat because that was the first time that we've really spoken properly on the phone. So, um, yeah, I think it went quite well, though. But obviously, it was uh, we went a little bit rambly in places because we we're just ha- kind of having a general chat. But going forwards, it will be themed, as I say, we'll be covering specific episodes as I rediscover my passion for star trek that's been lost this last 20 years um i'll also be sharing with you some experiences that i've had um working uh, within well within my industry Uh, i have bumped into people that have worked on the show before and i'd love to share some of those experiences with you and as well getting you guys on to chat about various different things you know i'm really really keen to have people on to talk about how star trek has influenced them whether it's uh, career choices, um, just on a personal level, sort of morally and ethically, the way it's helped you uh, grow as a person. I know it's certainly impacted me a lot growing up. Um, But also as well, I want to touch the subjects that maybe... Some podcasts or other people don't really like to go near and you know has it at times been um difficult for you being a Star Trek fan have people treated you differently when you've told them um, or have they been super cool about it and have you actually found any people like JP for example i, I know i 've known him through social media for a very long time but it was only very recently that I found out he was a Star Trek fan so you know has, have there been any situations like that that have come up for you but it'd be great to have you guys on as well to chat about that help me fill in that last 20 years of no Star Trek for me that has been there. Um, So join the dots, so to speak. But that's it for this episode. As always, if you could invite your friends to like and share the Facebook page, just to get it out there. And also, this link, if you share it around as much as possible, it will be eventually available on Apple iTunes, Podcasts, um, Spotify, all that cool stuff just for the time being, as I say, it will be a little bit limited, so sharing the links is a really cool, positive thing that you guys can do please do get in touch as well if you want to get involved in the show anyway, um, you can reach me via my WhatsApp account, which is four four seven eight zero two eight eight nine three nine one, 802 889 391 or if you're in the UK you can just use 7 you can use that to send through texts. you can use it to send through voice clips um, anything like that, that'd be really cool, um, also you can get me at my personal email address, which is Chris Jones, T K D at gmail dot com. So that's Tango Kilo Delta for those people that like to use whatever that system's called, which has just dropped out of my mind completely. But yeah, Jones, TKD, at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can just get us through the Facebook group, which I'm assuming that most of you will have found us through for this this particular episode. Uh, but if you do a search for Back on Trek, um, there is actually some sort of travel company that seem to use that same group name as well. So you need to make sure that you use a space between that, so Back on Trek and... You, you will find a Starfleet combat so it's pretty obvious which one we are. Uh, and if you jump in that group or like that page, then you'll know you're in the right place. Alright guys, thanks as always. I'm really looking forward to doing this going forward and I'll check to you very soon.